from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Are you undercover or are you part of the event? That's what he said. Didn't catch that? Let's go back. After he saw his badge. What's your name? No. Hmm? What's your name, Dad? Just don't drop it on my head about that. Perfect. You want to take? Right. What's your name? All right. Give me it down in this way. Copy. This way. Go straight. Copy. Out of my way. Move back. Move back. Move back. Move back. What's your name, sir? What's your name? And welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, September 20th, and of course, it is the year of our wonderful Lord and Savior, 2021, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, full of energy, full of fight, because things are heating up, and I'm ready to stay at the tip of that spear for every one of you. And I'll be there for as long as needed until we get this country back on track. God bless each and every single one of you for being here today. Please, if you could do me the ever so humble favor of share, share, share. If you're watching on your mobile phone, it's easy to share to about 30 people in about 10 seconds. Just hit that little share button. Back out, hit that share button, and it'll it'll bring up all of your messages for your Instagram, for your Facebook Messenger, and all of it. If you're watching on a tablet or a laptop or something like that, then just copy the link and get over to your Facebook pages, preferably your groups, and share. And why I say that every single day is because sometimes in this fight, we get so complacent and we forget, wait a minute, I'm on the tip of this spear too. And your tip of the spear and my tip of the spear, we're right next to each other, but we have different jobs. But they're both as equally important. So please, can you do that? Ladies and gentlemen, a lot happened this weekend. A lot happened this weekend. And really, the one I really wanted to focus on starting out this morning's show was that debacle of a J6 justice protest, which I am so happy and so appreciative for the real patriots who showed up. But we're going to break that down a little bit for what actually happened. And maybe, just maybe, Mr. Brainerd and other patriots were smart enough to outsmart the illeg- illegitimate, phony, 
but would be another example of, as you say, fake news. Fake news um, administration and the fake news themselves. But having said that, let me do some shout-outs this morning. Because that's what I really need to do. I need to reconnect with every single one of you because that is the best part of a Monday morning show outside of giving our love, honor, and uh, attention to the Lord. So let me give a big shout out right now to Cinda. Cinda Atkins 6. Good morning from Oregon, she says. Shout out. Well, thank you, Cindy. I, I, would, I would assume it's Cindy. Maybe just your uh, handle says Cinda. Angel Eyes is watching. Good morning, Angel Eyes. God bless you. Thank you for joining in. We've got Sandy from Iowa. How you doing, Sandy? Good to see you. I love you. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate you. Melissa Steffi says, hey, Jeremy, long time no see. Where you been, girl? Where you been, girl? Good to have you back. Jen J from Minnesota. God bless you and your family. Deb Webb from Everett, Washington. Sean is watching. How you doing? Good to see you. Vicky from Baltimore, as always. Mwah. Love you. Thank you for joining in. Tonja or Tonja from Arizona. Good to see you. Michelle from Surprise, Arizona. We got some surprises coming out of there. Uh, thank you very much, Eagle Lady. She says you're shared. Well, thank you. God bless you. I appreciate that. Denise is watching. Diane, how you doing? Good to see you. We've got ooh, we've got a lot of things moving real fast. That's what we've got. We've got Debbie watching from O-H-I-O in the building. How are you? Good to see you. Sylvia Jarrett from Jacksonville, Florida. Christy from Fort Worth, Texas. Brenda Hines. From Georgia, Randy from Western New York, good to see you, my friend. Roberta from Florida, or should I say Roberta from Florida, good to see you. Um, can you shout out my son, Michael Whita? He is 10 and he broke his toe. Oh no, he broke his toe. He'll be all right. He's a patriot. He's a God-fearing, God-loving, flag-waving little patriot. And you know what? Broken bones are just a thing of being young. And God bless you, little buddy. Hope you get through it well. And one more big shout out to Lisa from the great state of Pennsylvania. I also have some more thanks to give. Art Sellers, Arthur Sellers, for sending me this late last week. Now, there's a lot of people out there that say that the complexion is not correct, um, but I I get so sick and tired of people getting all hung up. Thank you, Alicia Wida. God bless you for that. I get so sick and tired of people hung up on the actual complexion of Jesus, but yet they don't care anything about the words of Jesus, the message of Jesus, the guidelines and the guidance of Jesus, and the love of Jesus. They get focused on his skin color. Who really cares? When it all comes down to it, I don't care if Jesus was purple with yellow polka dots. Don't care. I love me some Jesus. And Arthur Sellers, thank you very much. My wife and I are going to find a wonderful spot in our home for that because there's nothing better than putting the Lord on full display when your non-believing friends come over for dinner just to get them ever so closer to that relationship with Jesus. I'd also like to also like to thank Lawrence Mills and his mother for two things. One, I got two brand new hats, We the People. As you can see right there, what a wonderful, wonderful gift. I love this hat very much. And also two, We the People coffee mugs. So God bless you, Lawrence. God bless your mother. And thank you very much. And I'd also like to thank Mary, uh, excuse me, Mary K. Lant, uh, Lang, for the donation, God bless you. Barb Naylor, who uh, ha- owns 
uh, Kind Embroidery, who's done a lot of uh, hats for you guys and done, done a lot of the, uh, the, wor- the work on the hats here at uh, Life from America. Had a wonderful conversation with her last week. Linda and Sam Majaya, God bless you. God bless Rosa Catalano. You want to know why? Here's what something, here's the amazing thing about our family members, guys, here on Life from America. Rosa Catalano, who, whom I met in Wisconsin and whom, whom has been a huge supporter of the show, both emotionally and um, loyally and financially as well. She reached out to me last week after more threats are coming in, and she offered to buy me some protective gear in the way of uh, under your clothes. And it's not cheap, and she's going to supply that for me so that I can have one step closer of being safe for my family, and I want to thank you, Rosa. God bless you very, very, very much. And, of course, Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Thank you so much. And before we get started, folks, with the the, uh, verse of the day and the Lord's Prayer, I do want to tell you that the contractors start Wednesday in the new studio, and that means that as soon as they get done, I can get Real America's Voice production team out here, and we can start putting the studio together. They said it'll only take about two or three days if we work right at it. So not only will we be moving to a brand new studio with better audio, better video, but I will then be promoted on Real America's Voice News the same way the other hosts are promoted, and it will also help and give me access to some of the people that we've been wanting to get on this show for quite some time, both friend and foe. So that is why it was so important to get this studio done. Because a lot of people just will not take you seriously unless you look seriously. And you know what? As much as I've wanted them on the show and they've not come on before, I don't care what the reason is. The the, the fact of the matter is we're going to get them on because we're going to talk to people and have real conversations with people without the same old, same old news runaround. You know what I mean? So I want to say thank you and God bless you for all the Rumble Ranch, you guys. You guys, that has fast-tracked the studio and it has allowed me to put resources towards the contractor that I would have had to wait a little longer on. So I just want to say thank you for that. God bless you. This is your show just as much as it is mine, if not more. And I want to thank you all very much. Let's get to the verse of the day today, which I titled this morning, You Can't Get Ahead of God's Plan. So be patient. It's not a word that we all like to use in America these days, patient. But we have to be patient. Because more than being Americans, we are God's children. And we have to heed the word of God. Now let me reassure you, and let me add some hope back into your life this morning, about where exactly we are in this fight. You ready? Verse of the day comes from Psalms 37.7, which says simply this, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently on Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Do you know the best way to fight the wicked when they succeed in their evil plans on the rest of us? You put your trust and faith deeper in the word of God. Who do you trust more? Honestly, this is an honest question for all of you watching now and for all of you who didn't get a chance to watch live. Who do you trust more? Do you put your trust and your faith in politicians and the evildoers? Or do you put your trust and your faith in the one who created the entire universe? After all, you have his promise to right all wrongs in your lifetime. Is that not enough? 
There is so much joy in understanding and believing all of that. And it truly makes all the difference in your life. Even the ones closest to Jesus had doubts about his word and his promises. It's not an easy thing to do. I understand that. Putting all of your trust in the word and promises of God. But Jesus proved every single person who had doubts wrong. Do not make the same mistake, you guys. The promises of God are filled with righteousness. God can't lie. So when he tells you to be still and patiently wait on him, do so. It isn't the same as complying with Fauci and, and Biden about getting the uh, vax. This is a directive and a guideline from the one who created you who cannot tell a lie, folks. It will not only be better for your well-being, but it will rub off on all those around you. Sooner or later, your world will change around you. Your priorities will present themselves to you and make sense. <clears throat> your stress will dissolve in the light of the Lord, and your courage will become, what? Contagious. You cannot fulfill what God has in store for you until you learn how to trust Him fully. People ask me all the time, how can you be so sure that everything will turn out good? How do you actually know that Biden won't destroy this country and ruin our way of life and our children's future? My answer is it's simple. Because I trust in the Lord more than I do a presidential administration, Congress, elected officials, or any man on this planet. When evil people succeed in small wins, the only thing it's doing is setting them up for a long fall down. So far, in fact, that they will never recover. And if Donald Trump didn't step aside and let all of this unfold, then the evil that we know today would have just picked up where they left off in 2025. However, this time they will never recover after this fall. They, will, they have shown the world their incompetence, they've shown the world their agenda, and they've shown the world their wicked ways. Their plans are already falling apart at the seams. Not just in this country, but in the world. We are winning. Because good always defeats evil. In Jesus' name, amen. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, folks, to have that kind of trust, to have that kind of faith in the Lord. But once you can get there, I can promise you that your stress and your uh, anxiety and not sleeping at night, waking up two or three, four times a night, not being able to sleep because all that stuff is on your head, that all goes away. That all goes away. Every bit of it. Good always prevails. Now, please, let's go to the Lord in the Lord's Prayer. And let's start live from America with a bang this morning, huh? Join with me, folks. Remove your hats, your caps, whatever it is you're wearing on your head. If you're wearing a hijab, remove that too because we're giving honor to the Lord. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I see people saying we really needed some encouragement today. We really needed that today. Well, you know what? I feel like that is my job. 
I feel like it is my job to not only bring you the honest news about the things that I'm researching and reporting on, but also to give you the honest good news of the Bible. Because that is our foundation. That is the foundation of our homes. And if we don't have a solid foundation, the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. It's kakapoo. It's kakapoo. <laughs> it is. It is. If the foundation of, uh, of, of our lives in Christ is not um, together, if it's not apparent, if it's not solid, if it's not a priority, then guess what? Everything else that I report on and everything else that I say to you, nobody cares. It's kakapoo. <laughs> so, all right, folks, let's get right to it. We got the dumb, dumb award of the day. Let's just play the music. Because we know how incredibly stupid they are. And not only do we know how incredibly stupid this illegitimate, unqualified, ill-prepared government is today, right now. This swamp, these swamp creatures, these donkeys, these rhinos, these dinos, whatever you want to call, call them. These airheads, these idiots. It's a pretty amazing thing when just a few deplorable, dumb Trump supporters can out outsmart each and every one of them. It's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> Jay, uh, what is that? Jay, Jay, dollars donation. Thank you. God bless you. That's going to go right towards fast-tracking everything and getting us where we need to be quicker. I can promise you that. But these guys are so stupid. I'm going to tell you why. This J6 protest that happened, while the idea of it was amazing, while the idea of it was exactly what we need in this country is to stand up for our brothers and sisters who are being illegally detained inhumanely treated and not given the justice that they need that they are rightfully deserved uh rightfully uh, it, it's rightfully theirs under the constitution of the united states the idea of this is correct we need to keep pushing forward however whether this was a genius move on uh, mr brainerd's part or whether this was just Trump supporters understanding, wow, maybe we should listen to Roger Stone. Wow, maybe we should listen to Donald Trump. Maybe we should listen to the people who have the information, the classified information, when they tell us don't do don't do that, don't go there. Now Trump is not Trump is not one for saying don't go somewhere when it benefits the American people, when it benefits the movement. The Make America Great Again movement, the America First Agenda, the November 3rd movement. Trump is not one to say don't go there when it benefits that. So if President Trump says don't go somewhere, he understands what he's talking about. And we need to understand that too. It's kind of like, and I don't mean this in any way to be compared to Jesus, but Jesus spoke in parables so that only people who who uh, who followed him would understand what he's talking, would understand what he was talking about. The, the Pharisees uh, and all the people who hated on Jesus and all the people who, who wanted to do him harm or to do his message, harm, kill him, harm him, uh, stop him from talking in any way, they didn't understand the parables, okay? And again, not comparing Trump and Jesus. What I'm comparing is the communication that we have. When President Trump says something, we know him better than anybody. We even know him better than the people that are trying to take him out every single day. And that's why they continue to lose, because they don't understand him. We understand him because he is us. Billionaire or not, he is us. We are him. We are one. It is a symbiotic relationship that we share with President Donald J. Trump and the news media, the... You know why? Fake news. They hate it. 
They hate that they can't get ahead of him, and they hate that we are with him. They call us blindless followers. But if that was the case, then why would we boo President Trump when President Trump says something that we don't like? It is okay to have disagreements and still be in a symbiotic relationship. That is what we are with President Trump. Now, let me report to you what I've seen from all angles, looking at footage from people who I know that were down there and looking at footage from people who I don't know down there. And I would guess, I would guess if it was my opinion, I would say 40% of the people there were press, 30% of the people there were FBI or undercover police officers, and 30% were actual patriots looking for justice for the political prisoners held inhumanely by the Democrats of this country in Washington, D.C. And I want to say hats off to Matthew Brainerd, by the way. Hats off to Matthew Brainerd because Matthew Brainerd was able to accomplish two things in one. He was able to kill two birds with one stone. And don't tell PETA that I said that because the next knock at the door will be that agency. Talking about beating dead horses and killing two birds with one stone because they don't understand everyday average conversation and phrases. They think that you're serious when you say that stuff. So please, please don't report me. David Crouch or any other liberal out there watching this show, hating it, pulling their hair out, but watching it from the beginning until the end. They wanted something to happen so badly. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, Will Johnson was there too. They wanted something to happen so badly in D.C. that the entire country was focused on that. Was focused on that. Now, for those who are just joining, please let me replay the video that I played at the beginning of this show where it shows um, security there and officers there, uh, uh, Capitol Police, surrounding an individual, getting his ID out, seeing that he was a, under, a cop and asked him if he was undercover. Let me play you this video one more time and then let me show you that the world was focused on this because they thought something bad was going to happen from all the fear-mongering from CNN and everybody else. And they weren't focused on what they should have been focusing on. Let me play this video one more time for all those who did not see it in the beginning of the show. Listen to what these officers say to this guy. Listen close. I'm going to get the crit. Here we go, listen. Are you undercover or are you part of the event? That's what he asked him. Obviously, at this point, they have to get him out of there regardless because his cover's blown. People are already asking him who he is and what his name is. So his cover's blown. They have to get him out of there. What's your name? Give me it down in this way. Okay, we're just going to leave it right there and just because I, I played it, I played it in its entirety at the beginning of the show. That wasn't it, folks. There was more. There was a lot more than that. Now let me show you 
another video or another picture here. This is a pretty this is a pretty incredible picture. Now this was posted on Donald J. Trump Jr.'s Instagram, basically laughing about it. So let me show you. He posted a picture. Tell me you're a Fed without telling me you're a Fed. And this is what he posted. Now this was taken from down there. Now it wasn't just from footage that I saw video-wise. I saw a lot of photos too. This right here, look at this. You can look at people, you can see their demeanor. I've been to enough Trump rallies, and I'm sure you have too. I've been to enough Trump-supporting events to know when you see these group of individuals right here, (laughs) that they are not Trump supporters. And Trump supporters come in all shapes and sizes, colors, and creeds, folks. We know that from going to these events for the last four years. This right here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you might as well came in full riot gear. Come on. Come on. Tell me you're a fed without telling me you're a fed. Wow. If I seen that group of guys at any place that I've ever been to in the last five years that had anything to do with President Trump, I'd say, those guys don't look right. Those guys do not look right. Now, again, Trump supporters come in all sizes, all colors, all creeds, all ages. Doesn't matter. But as a... As somebody who understands President Trump, and as, like all of us do, and as somebody who understands other supporters, as all of us do, that right there, what I just showed you, this picture right here, <laughs> that, we would be able to sniff out like a German shepherd a mile away. The great thing about this is, again, like I said, there was 40% press there, 30% actual patriots, and 30% feds. feds. Now, instead of focusing on this, here is what we should have been focusing on. Let me pull this up. Now, we got a lot to talk about this as well. But this is what we should have been focusing on. Check this out. This is the southern border this weekend. All right, guys, what you're looking at right now is that is the U.S. side of the Rio Grande. That is a mass of several hundred illegal immigrants who have just crossed the Rio Grande and look at this, several hundred more streaming across as we speak we're on a boat in the Rio Grande this is the Mexican side of the river right now you can see it's a never ending stream, hundreds of people crossing the Rio Grande basically every hour and they're heading over to the International Bridge which you can see in the background look at that mass of people this is why the situation under the bridge continues to deteriorate this is insane. The federal government has to wake up. Okay, now, let's before we, before we talk about what you just saw, let me go back. I saw a comment from here that said, my son dresses just like that, and he's a huge Trump supporter. It's not how they're dressed. It's how they're dressed, how they're congregated together, how they look, how they look suspicious, what their, all their watches seem to match. You know what I mean? Unless they all called each other from a college dorm room and said, hey, what are you wearing today? I want to dress the same way as you do. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get down there and, 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 and show our love for the political prisoners. It's, it's not the way that they're dressed. It's the whole package. It's the whole package. Now let's get back to that video that I just showed you. They were all congregating under the International Bridge. The only real news station that was showing it, and I mean, excuse me, excuse me, let me retract what I just said. The only large news station that was covering it was Fox News uh, Fox News and their drone until that was shut down. Until their, their drones were shut down. But OAN was there. America's Voice News was there. 
uh, Right Side Broadcasting was there. Newsmax was there. All of these smaller no uh, news organizations, mostly who tell the truth, they're the ones, we're the ones who got that footage. Our people, Ben Berkwams of the world, and even independent media who work with people like Real America's Voice and OAN who are not directly um, employed by, say, Real America's Voice News or OAN, they were down there. And because of the massive footage that was put out, because Ted Cruz and others decided, hey, whoa, we need to go down there and we need to expose this, we need to show this. They weren't showing this on CNN. They weren't showing this on MSNBC, ABC, CBS, any of those. So 60% of the people who view news didn't get to see it. But the 40% of the people that did get to view what this kind of stuff actually made a difference. And I'm proud, proud to report, ladies and gentlemen, proud to report that that international bridge is closed right now. That international bridge is closed right now, and pretty much everybody who was in line to come in, they're being turned away or they're being deported and flown back on the dime of the U.S. government. Now, it's not only Texas that's involved in this, it's the United States government, too. As of this morning, we're finding out that they're sending back people by the plane, by the plane loads, to their native countries, or they have to remain in Mexico. A lot of these people spent everything they had. They spent every resource they had. They spent every dime they had to get to the border to be let in. Why? Because from straight from their mouths to God's ears. I'm not saying this, and nobody else is saying this in, in their place. This is coming from a majority of the people that were asked, why did you come to the United States? Do you know what their answer was? And this was just reported on Real America's Voice News before I came live today. This was just reported. Do you know what their answer was? Because Joe Biden sent out a message to everybody that the borders were open and that we could come. Now, ladies and gentlemen, because of our reporting because of conservatives' tenacity, because of people's tenacity to get the truth out there regardless of this Biden administration or any social media platform trying to shut us up, we got the truth out there. We got the truth out there in such a fashion this weekend that the federal government started going back to the Trump policy quietly to get these people out of here because it was starting to make too much noise. I mean, border states were sending National Guards down, uh, National Guardsmen and women down there. And we were blowing it up to the point where they had no choice. They had no choice. Because sooner or later, everybody's just going to start taking matters into their own hands anyway. And what I mean by that is the federal government has no immigration plan in place. Their immigration plan, let them all in. There is no real security at the border at a federal level. So states, uh, border states are starting to do it on their own. People and landowners are starting to do it on their own. And it start, we're, go we're going to see a war, an actual war with bullets at the southern border if the United States government didn't step in and return to the Trump policies, which it seems like this morning they're doing, they're even rerouting everybody on that international bridge to other ports of entry. And that's going to slow down commerce and hurt commerce. So not only is Joe Biden putting the American people, mainly the Hispanic Americans, a lot of, a lot of the Hispanic Americans who came here legally, not only are they putting all of them and the rest of Americans in harm's way, but they're forcing them to start taking up arms and doing things themselves. They're going to start a, a real war at the border at the same time as crushing the economy, which in my opinion is Joe Biden's plan anyway. But you still have to show some kind of illusion if you're trying to take over the world and create a one world government. So a lot of people are being deported, it's, but, but it's not enough. We need more. 
We need more of that. We need Trump policies 100% enacted again. And you know what? These border, these, these, um, uh, the border patrol and, and these border agents, they need to just start going rogue. Because if you talk to most of them, and I have sources right within Real America's Voice News who talk to them on a, on a, on a daily basis, and none of them will say this on camera, but all of them will tell you off camera, this is ridiculous, we need to stop it, but we're not being allowed to. Not being allowed to? Just do it. Do it as a whole. If you do it one or two at a time, then the federal government will come in and probably press charges on you and get, and fire you and probably bring charges up on you in court. But if you do it as a whole, as an agency, kind of like the United States Postal Service did when it came to the vaccines. If you do it as an agency, there's no way they can stop you. There's no way they can stop you. That's what needs to happen. So I am calling on all border agents to get together, work together, and defy unconstitutional orders from an illegitimate government. Period. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. Now, speaking of Fox News, okay? Yes, Anthony has, uh, Chavez Linda says Anthony's been there from the beginning. 100% correct. Anthony's been there from the beginning. Ben Berkwam's been there from the beginning. So many people who are dedicated to the safety and the security of this United States of America have been down there, a lot of them on their own dime from donations from you. I even had to go down there and see for myself. And if you remember, I did that as well. We got to see people crossing the borders. Not like that. I didn't get to see what, what I just showed you. I didn't get to see numbers like that. But numbers like that were there two days before I was. So it was happening at the same time. It was happening at the same time. Ronald says New Hampshire is pushing to be the first state to become its own country. It's not going to happen. It's just... I know, I, I know what you're talking about. I'm familiar with that as well. But I, I, unfortunately... Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't want that to happen, though. I just want the United States to become the United States again. I don't... The, the, if we start making ourselves our own countries, then the globalists win. They broke up America. They broke up the United States of America. Which, even, even as divided as we are right now, we still need to depend on each other for, for safety and security of this country. So I don't know... You know what I mean? Like, I understand why, but I don't know if I agree with that so much. Um, let's move to Fox News. I brought, I brung up Fox News. Let's move to Fox News for a second. Fox News is a major culprit in all of this, period, whether you like it or not. With the exception of a few shows, I get it. Those shows are there just to save their you-know-whats. Those shows are staying on Fox News just so Fox News doesn't become CNN. Other than that, the top brass at Fox News, they're all the same. They're all trash. Every one of them is the same as the top brass at the Pentagon. Trash. Swamp donkey, rhinos, whatever you want to call them. And Fox News is feeling the blunt of being trash. Because they had us fooled for so long, didn't they? Didn't they? Fox News had us fooled for so long. In fact, behind the scenes, they understand that in order to fuel ratings, you need a bad and a good side, or vice versa. Much like CNN is way down, Fox is way down. But here's the thing, they depend on each other. They depend on each other. And I don't know if a lot of you know this, but if you think back about hosts, show hosts, it seems like they've gone from CNN to Fox and Fox back to CNN. It seems like they're, that, that Fox and CNN are your two polar opposites, right? When it comes to cable news. And they need each other to fuel each other's ratings. But what's happening without President Trump and with the veil that President Trump um, pulled, uh, pulled open the curtain that he pulled open and showed all of us, both of them are dropping. Both of them are dropping. Here's Fox's latest new ratings, folks. 
They're down nearly 40%. They're over 39%. Not quite 40, but over 39% down in viewership. Why? Why would that be if what I said just now was not true? And a lot of it has to do with dirtbags like Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace just can't seem to get Trump's name out of his mouth, can he? Chris Wallace continues to pull that same or to push that same old tired liberal narrative that everything Biden's doing uh, wrong is Trump's fault. If it wasn't for Trump, Biden wouldn't be screwing up. And Chris Wallace understands that he knows that all of us can't stand him. He knows that. But he comes on Fox News every day, doesn't he? Puts it in your face every day, doesn't he? And Fox allows it, don't they? Let me play a quick video for, for you um, ex- uh, from, from Chris Wallace. Again, talking about President Trump. About Woodward's book and everything that surrounds it. Trump has denounced Millie as an idiot. He's called Bob Woodward a sleaze. Uh, and by the way, Trump still takes shots at you over the first presidential debate that you moderated last year saying, oh, you didn't have control. Well, you know what I say is for a landlord, I'm very grateful that I'm allowed to occupy so much uh, space in Donald Trump's brain oh, yeah. and free. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Nerd. I'm not talking about him, but yes, he still wants to talk about the uh, September 29, 2020 debate. Uh, you know. But to the extent that it got out of control, uh, yeah, where, where, where does the fault lie on that? Well, we sent some poor, unfortunate Fox intern who looked and Trump uh, interrupted Biden important me not doesn't matter 145 times in 90 minutes i think that's a world record i think guinness should write him up for that and you know something i would have done the same thing i would have done the same thing i would have talked over your little nerdy mouth all night long you would have never gotten a chance to moderate if it was me president trump actually held back and the reason why president trump interrupted biden and you 90 something billion times guinness book of world records times because you're liars you're unfair and you're dirtbags that's why. And he wasn't going to allow you in your nasally nerdy voice to get away with it. That's why. And you were definitely um, biased for Biden. The scales were definitely tipped in that direction. And I wouldn't have shut up either. Matter of fact, I would have kept going until the whole debate was shut down there. Call me a petulant child all you want. You're not going to get away with that. You're not going to sit there with your nerdy little nasally voice. Oh, puzzle. Oh, oh, puzzle. Stop the bar. Oh, stop. Uh, stop interrupting. Stop interrupting. Blah, blah, blah. Done the same thing. I've done the same thing. And you want to know why your viewership is so bad, Fox News? Because of people like that guy right there. Because of people like that guy right there. You showed your true colors. And again, thanks for President Trump. Thanks to President Trump for exposing every bit of it. Fox News, CNN, all the fake news media outlets that are the large ones, politicians, the swamp, all of it. All of us kind of thought there was some things going on there in our lives, but none of us really ever knew. None of us really ever knew. And now we know. And now we know. And I'll tell you another thing. President Trump, he's still on fire. He's putting out... He's, he, President Trump is still making major plays. And the problem is, and the reason why they brought him up there on Fox, and then spun it in a CNN way to say, well, he keeps talking about me. You guys are the one talking about him. You want to know why? Because these audits are happening. President Trump said a week and a half ago that he believes decertification will happen. And speaking of that, let's go to that real quick. President Trump sent Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, a personal letter late last week, actually on the 17th, so three days ago, that said the following. 
to the Honorable Brad Raffensperger. Honorable, it should have said the, on, the, the dishonorable. Secretary of State in Georgia. Dear Secretary Raffensperger, President Trump says, large-scale voter fraud continues to be reported in Georgia. Enclosed is a report of 43,000 absentee ballot votes counted in DeKalb County that violated the chain of custody rules, making them invalid. Here's your proof, sir. It's enclosed. Here you go. Enjoy. Have a nice meal. Chew on that for a minute. Like literally doing this guy's work for him and saying, here you go. And it's so sweet, isn't it? It's so sweet to watch this after Raffensperger tried to do everything that he did with the Secretary of State's office and everything else. Let's keep reading here. Okay? I would respectfully request that your department check this and, if true, um, and if true, along with many other claims of voter fraud and voter irregularities, start the process of decertifying the election. <laughs> again, again, President Trump giving them an opportunity, planting the seeds of opportunity right in the lap of people like Gabriel Sterling, who looks like it's Pat from Saturday Night Live, and Brad Rattensperger. Here you go. I'm placing the opportunity to get yourself out of trouble one more time. Because President Trump already knows what the outcome of Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania will be. So he's, again, this is the genius of President Trump. And people on the left will make fun of him for this. But every time they make fun of him, he ends up being vindicated, and they continue to look like morons. Here we go. To certifying the election, or whatever the correct legal remedy is, and announce the true winner. <laughs> As stated to you previously, the number of false and or irregular votes is far greater than needed to change the Georgia election result. Please... Do not under, or people do not understand why you and Governor Brian Kemp adamantly refuse to acknowledge the now proven facts and fight so hard that the election true the truth not be told. You and Governor Kemp are doing a tremendous disservice to the great state of Georgia and to our nation, which is systematically being destroyed by an illegitimate president and his administration. The truth must be allowed to come out. Thank you for your attention on this matter. Sincerely, Donald Trump, CC'd Brian Kemp. <laughs> oh. oh, thank you so much for that this morning, President Donald Trump. CC'd Brian Kemp on that, basically putting them on their last notice. Now, to my wonderful friends in Georgia. To people who are very close to the election in Georgia and to people who are very close to the outcome of the audits in Georgia, like Garland Favorito and others who I won't name out loud because I don't think they would want me to. Let me again answer the question of a lot of people still like Kemp and you can't just come to Georgia and tell people who to vote for. My answer still remains the same. When it affects me all the way up here in little old New Hampshire, then yes, I can. It is no difference than endorsing somebody and calling somebody else what they are, a fraud. It's no different than what President Trump does when he endorses somebody. When Brian Kemp's actions not only hurt my fellow Americans in Georgia, but also hurt my fellow Americans in New Hampshire, in 
Michigan, in Florida, in Pennsylvania, and everywhere else, then yes, I feel like I do have that right to do that. Especially since these dirtbags like Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger are trying to win back the favor of the voters by doing other things rather than getting to the root of the problem, which is the 2020 election and the Dominion machines along with ballot harvesting. Until you get to the root cause of the problem, I don't want to hear a word from you, Kemp. I don't want to hear a word from you, Raffensperger or Sterling. You're nothing but dirtbags until you get to the bottom of the problem. And if you don't get to the bottom of the problem, then you are the problem. And I don't care if it's Vernon Jones. I don't care if it's Candace Taylor. I don't care who it is that replaces you as long as you're replaced. Because nothing worse, there is nothing worse in politics than a wolf in sheep's clothing. I'd rather have the wolf or the sheep. Not, one of the, not both of them combined, one of them trying to pretend he's another one. Give me what I know rather than what I don't know. But what I do know is that Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger gots to go. They gots to go. How you like that? They gots to go, right? How unprofessional is that? Let's move on real quick to talk about a little bit more of what's going on in Arizona and with these election audits, um, updates, okay? A lot of people aren't too happy with the outcome of the Arizona Senate versus the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors agreement. But again, like I posted in the Telegram post uh, in the comment section, this is great news. This is a huge win. Now, a lot of people don't think it's a huge win because there's a third-party person involved, third-party IT company involved that's going to kind of moderate everything so that nobody actually physically touches it. What a lot of people don't understand about that is that that third-party IT uh, moderator, basically, was agreed upon by both the Senate and the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. It was not only agreed upon by the both of them, it was the same exact firm that, or the IT company, excuse me, that the Senate proposed two months ago to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors as a person to basically be in the middle. They never needed the physical routers. They needed the information off the routers. And not only that... Cyber Ninjas and the IT security experts for the Senate have already said, no matter what the information they give us, we can tell you whether it was changed or not. We can tell you whether something was tampered with or not. It doesn't matter. So they got the reassurance from their cyber team that it doesn't matter as long as they get the information off of it because they can tell you if it was tampered with. Again, it was, the peop- it was the very same people that the Senate proposed to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors two months ago when the When the Board of Supervisors said, we're not giving you anything, the Senate actually said, fine, we don't need them physically. All we need is access to the information, and we suggest that we come to you and we do a joint audit together where nobody is in the dark, we can see it all together, and here's a list of people that we would trust as a third-party company to oversee that. Guess what they got? That same exact company that the Senate had offered two months ago. Here's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors didn't even go all the way to their deadline. They reached out to the Senate before the deadline that Attorney General Mark Burnovich gave them, or A, they were going to lose $61 million for their county. And when you're talking about power and money, they don't want to lose that. So they're trying any way they can to give the information over and make it look like they're, 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 um, they're you know complying or that they're doing what's best for the state. Really, they're at, a, they're at a point of no return. They have to. They have to because if they don't give them over legally, 
They're just gonna get. They're gonna have to give him. I've been saying it over and over again. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's God's plan, and it's inevitable. They never had the power to withhold them. So they, what they did is they comply. They called the Senate. They called the Arizona Senate and said, "Hey, look, we really. This was before the deadline. They said, "Look, we really want to solve this. What do we got to do? Let's settle out." So the set. So they said, "If we were to offer you a settlement, would you accept it?" Karen Fan and the rest of the Senate talked about it amongst themselves. They said to them, what, what do you mean? What kind of settlement? They, they said they proposed the same thing that the, the Senate proposed to them two months ago, basically. So the Senate went back. They talked about it. They talked with, um, they talked with uh, Cyber Ninjas. They got, all the, they got all the information that they needed to move forward. And they said, you know what? We accept that. It's a huge, huge win. And it's everything that we're going to need to finish up the audit in Arizona. And if anything looks out of place, the great thing about this is, is the Senate still remains the power, remains, the Senate still regain, um, holds the power, trying to look for the right word here, holds the power to subpoena anything and everything moving forward. Even if tomorrow they realize, hey, we don't like this, they can still subpoena more. And under the agreement, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has to comply under the agreement that they made in the settlement. So, folks, it's huge news. It is massive, huge news. And don't let the left or any rhinos try to talk you out of it by posting misinformation on face on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or 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 get or anywhere else. That's the reality of it. The Senate here had had a huge win, and we're going to get to the bottom of Arizona first. Now, this morning, I was actually watching the hearing that was going on in Judge Amaro's courtroom in Georgia. And it looks like the team, Garland Favorito's team and the team that's on our side is winning. It looks like they're winning because you should have heard. I, I chimed in. There was a, here's, the, here's the crazy part, folks. Here's the crazy part. I signed in uh, via WebEx because they were holding a public hearing via the Internet. I was one of only six people that were in there. I was one of only six people that were in there. By the way, there is a, a Live from America chat on Discord. I keep seeing it in the pop-up, and I keep forgetting to mention it. But definitely, if you want to do a live chat on Discord, which is a little bit easier to see, and you're a Live from America uh, family member, then please go over there. They're, they're posting that in the chat. Okay? What did they have to give up, Jatfish? They had to give up the uh, router information, the Splunk lugs, and the key fobs. That's what they had to give up. They didn't want to give over the router's to just anybody, so they said, look, we don't want to just give you the routers, for whatever reason, but the Senate never needed the physical routers, so it's okay, all they ever requested was the information off of them, that's it, uh, Javon Pulitzer went live on Facebook yesterday and said, we need nicely email Karen Fan, etc., and tell her again, we demand full disclosure, and that's what we're going to get, that's what we're going to get based on what based on what the Senate is saying, what Karen Fan and them are saying is exactly what we're going to get. So again, just like the Pennsylvania, um, the Pennsylvania vote to move forward with an investigation, it's not what we wanted there. It's not what we wanted there in Arizona. It's not quite what we wanted. We would like to actually have everything physically, but it's okay to just get the information. It's a little bit harder in Pennsylvania. The que- the, the the whole point of this though is to say we're further than we were last week. And that is a good thing. And that, you couple that together with President Trump and his letter to Brad Raffensperger, you have to understand, folks, we're getting further and we're getting further faster. 
but the left is doing everything they can to not only distract us by getting us involved in this young lady's body who they just found, and everybody on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram trying to go through this young lady's Instagram and this and her husband's Instagram, her fiance's Instagram, to find out to be detectives for them. They're trying to do anything they can to keep your mind off it. They're also trying to use pretend that they're Republicans and go on Facebook and go on all of these other um, platforms and make themselves sounds like Republicans to to give you doubt in in what's happening. What's happening is we're winning. That's what's happening. We're winning. And I would like to go ahead and cue the Smarty music. Because the Smarty Award today on Live from America, September 20th, is going to go to the U.S. Senate and Karen Fan and Wendy Rogers. And Sonny Borelli and the rest of them who have not given up. Same way Garland Favorito's not given up down there in Georgia. And we're going to have Heather Mullins, correspondent for Real America's Voice News. Hopefully we're going to have her on a little later tonight so she can explain. She's on site there. So hopefully, hopefully, when she gets the message, she'll come on tonight. Donnie says, Javon is right. I do not believe it will be full disclosure with this third party. Okay, well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Long story short, the Cyber Ninja's team said as long as they get the access to the information in the router, then, they, then they're fine with that. And they can tell if it's actual real information or if it's been doctored, amended, or changed. I'm willing to fall on the side of the, 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 uh, the IT company, Cyber Ninja's, and, and, say, and, and they came right along and said this is a big win as well. So we'll cross bridges when we come to them. Long story short, let's celebrate moving forward with these audits. Let's celebrate that coupled with the message that Donald Trump or the letter that Donald Trump sent to Brad Raffensperger. More is happening than we know. And we just got to be happy with what the outcomes are because guess what they're not doing? They're not winning. The left is not winning when it comes to these audits. They continually continually have to give up more and more. It continually moves forward and and forward. That's a good thing. Wait. All right. Now, Two things. Number one, I want to say big shout out to the people in Michigan who are taking it upon themselves to do anything they can to change Michigan and to make Michigan great again. Second, Garrett Saldano, great individual, love having him on the show, think he would be a wonderful governor for Michigan, and his fight is, the the fight he has is, is the size of a mountain. Also, Ryan Kelly, is running for governor in Michigan as well. I will be having Ryan Kelly on the show tomorrow so that we can talk to him about his vision for Michigan and the fight that he has going on in his campaign for Michigan. Two great men. Two great men, and I think Michigan would would be lucky to have either one of them. And we need to continue to highlight everybody, not just one person, not just one person, now, I don't know about, I, I don't really do endorsements. I'm not an endorsement guy. I endorse the Make America Great Again movement. I endorse the America First movement. And whoever's not a rhino, and whoever has traction, and whoever has, 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 has a real uh, chance in fighting, I'm going to get behind. As long as they're not a rhino, and as long as they're not a Democrat. Period. So I am so grateful to be able to have Garrett, and to be able to have Mr. Kelly on the show, to be able to pick the brains of both of them. And I'm and I'm friends with Garrett, and I, I assume after having Ryan on the show, I'll be friends with him as well. One thing about Garrett, though, is Garrett and I spoke this morning, and he is 100% banned from YouTube for life. Let's give him... 
a round of applause. Let's give Garrett Saldano a round of applause for being banned from YouTube for life. Now, he didn't get banned from YouTube for life from posting one thing. He got banned from YouTube for posting many things that were correct and true that the world does not want us to see. But the straw that broke the camel's back was the video that I'm about to show you that I saw this weekend, and I know many Americans saw this weekend, but in case you didn't see it, you need to see it. This is a video of an FDA um, conference call where physicians and doctors were calling into this conference call, okay, combating the FDA's approval for Pfizer and combating the information that the FDA is and is not putting out about the vaccine and about what is happening in the VAERS reporting system. Now, I'm not going to play this whole video because it's 17 minutes and 30 seconds long, but I will play you a few minutes of it, and you can judge for yourself what the rest of the video is going to be because it's all the same. It's real physicians and real doctors standing up and calling in on this conference call and really putting the FDA on notice saying, you're wrong, you're lying, you're not being truthful, and you're not putting a priority, which is a focus on the deaths and the, um, and the, the, the negative reactions that people are having from this vaccine. What you're doing is completely out of character, wrong, and will get people killed. It's basically what they're saying. Garrett Saldano posted this and got banned on YouTube for life for doing so. Let's play a few minutes of it. Here we go. Thank you, Mr. Newton. The next speaker is Dr. Jessica Rose. My name is Dr. Jessica Rose, and I'm a viral immunologist and computational biologist. I've taken it upon myself to become a VAERS analyst to organize the data into comprehensive figures to convey information to the public in both published work and video mediums. Safety and efficacy are the cornerstones of the development and administration of biological products meant for human use. Risk is a measure of the probability of an adverse event occurring and the severity of the resultant harm to health of individuals in a designed population. Safety is a judgment of the acceptability of this risk in a specified situation. Efficacy is the probability of benefit to individuals in a defined population from a medical technology. Refer to slide one. This is a bar plot that shows the past 10 years of VAERS data plotted against the total number of adverse event reports for all vaccines for the years 2011 through 2020, and for COVID-associated products only for 2021. The left bar plot represents all adverse event reports, and the right bar plot represents all death adverse event reports. Now, I want to pause this right here because I want to show you something. This right here is representing different years of all vaccines combined, and up here it says total VAERS reports per year. Now, VAERS is a very interesting um, reporting system because anybody can really report to VAERS. Doctors, people who have adverse reactions and everything. But look at the pattern here. Look at the pattern. Look at the pattern of this. Isn't this incredible? All these years, these are all vaccines combined reports. Just this year, and this year isn't even over yet, this is how much has been combined. I mean, this is how much has been reported just with COVID-19 alone. Over here... Same kind of thing. Look at all these years. Look at the look at the uh, repetitious way that these are reported. Pretty much the same every year. Again, all vaccines combined. This bar right here represents just COVID nineteen, and the left 
is total VAERS reports per year. On the right is total VAERS reported deaths per year. All you have to do is look at these two numbers and realize something is wrong. Let's continue to play the video. There's an over 1,000% increase in the total number of adverse events for 2021, and we are not done with 2021. This is highly anomalous on both fronts. These increased reporting rates are not due to increased rates in injections and not due to simulated reporting. This has been shown using a comparative analysis of influenza data. The onus is on the public health officials, the FDA, the CDC, and policymakers to answer to these anomalies and acknowledge the clear risk signals emerging from their data and to confront the issue of COVID-injectable product use risks that, in my opinion, outweigh any potential benefit associated with these products, especially for children. Slide two. This is a time series plot that shows the total cumulative number of cardiovascular, immunological, and neurological adverse events for 2021 associated with COVID products. When the cumulative absolute counts are normalized for the total number of fully injected individuals in the U.S., we can see that one in 660 individuals are succumbing to and reporting immunological adverse events associated with the COVID products. The underreporting factor is not considered here. Slide three. This is a phylogenetic tree showing the emergence of the alpha-advanced delta variants of COVID-19 COVID over time. The emergence of both of these variants and their subsequent clustering arose in very close temporal proximity to the rollout of the COVID product in Israel. Israeli data from the Ministry of Health and our world in data so what happened there is somebody started, you, you can watch that video, but somebody started, she, she says she apologizes for whatever that voice was. This video is on Garrett from Michigan on Rumble now. Go and watch the entire video um, on Rumble on Garrett from Michigan. You got to check it out. It's incredible. Jeremy, FYI, on your podcast, your mic is super loud. When you interview people or play things, it's significantly quieter. Yeah, that depends on the the recording of the video that I play, number one. I don't have control over that original recording. And um, sometimes I, re I realize that things glitch out when I bring in a guest. Again, all things that are going to be fixed when I get into the new studio. And your guys' donations and your rumble rants have helped further that. But let's get back to this. Let's get back to this for a minute. All that data is coming from physicians and doctors who are being silenced. And some of the doctors and physicians that actually were in on this um, this conference call ended up being silenced on their social media directly after they did this. And then, of course, people who, who shared this also got silenced. Like I said, Garrett is completely banned from YouTube for life. And you don't think that Gretchen Whitmer has anything to do with that? We already know. We already have proof, ladies and gentlemen, that the elected officials of this country on the left have worked with and colluded with big tech to silence specific individuals. We already know that. Garrett for Michigan, Claire. Garrett for Michigan. So if we already know this, you don't think that Gretchen Whitmer was involved in this? Again, when I do this stuff about the vaccine, it's not to scare people who have already taken the vaccine. It's not to, to make somebody who's already had the vaccine feel like they're going to die. Okay? Because I don't know what's going to happen to you who took the vaccine. What this is, is to show the crazy way the government has handled this from the manufacturing of the, of the virus all the way to the manufacturing of the vaccine. 
It is so incredibly wrong what they've done and so incredibly different from what they've always done in the past. You have to be crazy to think that there's not something going on here. Got to be crazy. And all you have to do is look and open your eyes. Look at this, folks. Let me talk about this for a minute. Did anyone happen to watch college football over the weekend? Did anybody happen to watch Penn State at all over the weekend? Are you a Penn State fan? How many, how many people did they have in the crowd? 100,000 people in the crowd. 100,000 people. Okay? Did anybody happen to watch um, the award ceremonies from, from, from Hollywood over the last couple weeks? Completely unmasked. Guess who was masked? The help. The serfs. The peasants. The peasants were, unma- or were masked. While the people of privilege were unmasked. Everybody kissing on each other. Hugging on each other. So is COVID real or is it not real? Is it deadly or is it not deadly? Is it for the rich and not for the rich? I don't understand the optics of any of this crap. It's all so stupid. What, because you're a celebrity and you're on the red carpet? You don't have to wear the mask? I'm telling you the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is just absolutely stupid. Absolutely stupid. The UN meetings are happening over the next few days in New York. New York has a, uh, a, a vaccine passport in place. Do you know who's exempt from that? The UN meetings. The United Nations meetings in New York happening over the next several days this week. They're exempt from that. They're exempt from having to show COVID passports. All they have to do is scan their ID when they come in. And they're a world leader. Oh, come on in. So world leaders, celebrities, football players, rich people, sports and uh, athletes, they aren't under the same rules as your children in school. 110,000 people at Penn State. Mask your kid to go to school with 30 kids in the class. All the world leaders flying in from all over the world don't have to worry about vaccine passports. But guess what? If you're, in a, if you're a family of four going to dinner in, in New York, you better have your vaccine passport. All you have to do is just open your eyes. Again, I showed you on Google last week that you can't even you can't even look up anything and see if it's true any, anymore. I proved it to you. I proved it to you by going onto Google or any other search site and say, "Is coffee bad for eyesight?" Find a thousand doctors that tell you it's bad for eyesight. Is coffee good for eye, eyesight? Found found a thousand doctors that would tell you coffee is good for eyesight. I'm not, I don't care about science. <laughs> this is science. No, this is science. No, this is science. You know what? I'm going with my gut. And my gut tells me that when you have an entire stadium of 110,000 people completely unmasked, when you have UN, uh, UN meetings with people from all over the world flying in without COVID passports but making other people have COVID passports, and when you have Grammys and all these other crap going on, uh, Emmys and all this, and, and the only people that are wearing masks or have to show any kind of a COVID passport are the people that are working the event, get out of here. I'm done with it. It's over with. It's been over with in my world. I'm trying to make it over with in your world. Can you donate blood after you get the jab? I've heard that, I I don't know. I've heard that you can and you can't. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor and I don't know about that. I'm not sure if you can or you can't. I think you can for certain things, but for other things you can't. I don't know. I don't know. Ridiculous either way. But let's give some good news here. Uh, A couple pieces of good news before we end the show. I know we're about eight minutes late. Number one, the good news on the Durham report. On the indictment of Michael Sussman, if you read the indictment of Michael Sussman, which I did, uh, uh, part of the job, I guess, but if you read the entire indictment of Michael Sussman, it shows you that that the Durham team has many more people to indict. And those many more people are or were employed by the Clinton campaign or Clinton Foundation. 
Funny, isn't it? What goes around comes around. Remember the Russiagate story? Oh, Trump colluded with Russia, 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 Russia on every station. The end of the beginning, the end of the beginning, the beginning of the end, the beginning of the end. The walls are closing in, the walls are closing in, the walls are closing in. Collusion, collusion, collusion. Russia, Russia, Russia. Trump lied. Phone call. Trump, Ukraine, phone call. Impeachment, walls are closing in. The beginning of the end, this is the beginning of the end. How funny it comes full circle, doesn't it? How funny the people who are patient with God and trust God come full circle. Now, you may or may not have any um, faith in the Durham report. And I understand both sides of that. I understand both sides of that. But I also read the indictment. And I also seen that they are going to be indicting more of the Clinton officials and the Clinton operatives. <laughs> Becky said, oh wait, who was that? Who wrote that? Vegetarian says, that's why we have you so we don't have to read it. <laughs> Hey, it's my job. But anyway, long story short, folks, we're going to keep up on that. We're going to keep up on anything that comes out. Any little bit of a whisper that comes out of that Durham investigation, I'll be on top of. Another piece of good news, Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen. You haven't seen a lot of him. He has been doing a daily report, which is good. Why? Because Mike Lindell is focusing a lot of his efforts right now on his company, God, and having private meetings with people in swing states and purple states to get them on board with doing a forensic audit in their state. would really be a win if we started seeing purple states. Purple states do these forensic audits because those are the states that the that could go blue or red. And those are the states that the, uh, the left is really focusing on hard, making just a 100% blue state. So Mike, uh, Mike Lindell's been doing a great job. He's been focusing on preaching the gospel everywhere he goes, which is wonderful. He's been focusing on his company by putting out new products, new commercials, and updating things, giving people new... Uh, and the only way to do new products. So he's doing that. Huge, huge, amazing thing that he's doing there. But three, the biggest thing I think he's doing is going to these purple states and having private meetings. It's not being blown up on the internet right now because there's so much other stuff going on. But Mike Lindell's still fighting for you, still fighting for me, so make sure you continue to fight for him as well. And the only way to do that is sharing his videos and financially supporting him like we do PatriotFoods.com and anybody else who stands for the Make America Great Again movement. And the last little bit of information that is very important, Canada Today. Voting in Canada Today, folks. Very, very important. I want to show you some new pictures, of course, they're gonna, people are going to hold on to these until right when uh, they get ready to do an election, right? But we already know that, that Justin Trudeau is a huge leftist. We already know he's a huge globalist. We already know he hates President Donald J. Trump. And we already know he's buddy-buddying up with China and selling a lot of land in Canada to China. However, here's your new blackface picture of Justin Trudeau. Yep, there he is, folks. It's time to end this international embarrassment. Only Aaron O'Toole can stop Justin Trudeau. I understand that they steal elections in Canada too, but if you are in Canada, you need to come out in record numbers. Break their cheating module. Let's scroll down. Let's see there's another video down here. Here we go. Justin Trudeau in blackface. There we go. There he is right there. Justin Trudeau in blackface. High quality video emerged. Ain't that something, folks? Got to get them out of there. We got to get our... I mean, folks, is there anybody closer to home? 
Is there anybody closer to home? Well, I guess the people on the southern border would say Mexico. But we got to get that guy out of there. We in America, it would, it would behoove us to make sure that we call on our brothers and sisters in Canada, our brothers and sister patriotic people in Canada, to get rid of that guy. Because that guy is nothing but an Obama uh, operative. And he needs to go. So big, big, big turnout in Canada, folks. we got to get a big turnout. All right? Well, you guys, that is going to do it for Live from America today. Again, I love Monday's shows. It seems like our audience is starting to build back up there after everybody was signed out. Some people just can't seem to get back in. Don't understand why, but please spread the word to all the people. We used to have seven, 8,000 people watching every day. Something happened. Don't know what it is, but something happened. They didn't just all stop watching Live from America. I think when Rumble did their upgrades, their two upgrades last week, a lot of people got signed out and people just haven't been able to come back. So just spread the word that we're still here. We're still alive. We're still making waves. And I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Remember, until then, until then, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys, God bless you, and I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. And I have extended the BOGO deal on JeremyHarrell.com. Scroll down on the front page to uh, featured merchandise. Any hat that you buy from now until the end of the show on Friday, you get a free Dum Dum Squad t-shirt. There are limited sizes, though, available. So put your size that you would like in the notes section, and uh, if we have the size, we'll send it. If not... We'll email you. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you tonight for more Live from America.